0: Welcome to the first installment of what we're calling Career Corner on Tech Talks. This segment is designed to equip you with the tools to build your professional network and get closer to your dream job. In today's world, simply filling out a resume or cover letter, then hitting the submit button just doesn't work anymore. You've got to practice the forgotten art of networking. See, college degrees are not only becoming astronomically more expensive with no increased value behind the paper, employers are looking to them less and less, yet companies are constantly looking for experience. For more tips on standing out amongst this post-pandemic hiring boom, check out the show notes for a previous episode where we interview human resources and talent acquisition experts from some of the top companies in America. Let's get started. Hey everybody, my name is Matt Tech and you are listening to Tech Talks, helping you turn adversity into victory. On Tech Talks, we equip ourselves with inspiration and biblical guidance while navigating our career, calling, and daily life. Welcome to the show. Now, before we get started on some tried and true networking tips, I want to answer an obvious question. Why should you even listen to me? If you've listened to tech talks for any amount of time, I've shared some personal history. Look, I'm a college dropout. I grew up with a severe stutter and I have no formal education for my sales or hospitality career. But I do believe in listening to people with results. So in a manner that's going to seem like bragging, I'd like to share some results achieved in my life by following some of the upcoming tips. I began my hospitality career in 2016 with no hotel experience. Five months later, I was leading the sales efforts of three area hotels. One year after that, I moved to a high-volume hotel in St. Louis with a nearly doubled income, One year after that, I opened one of the most successful hotels in St. Louis with a 15% income increase. Two years later, I relocated to West Texas to build and lead a sales team for a legacy full service hotel that fell previously victim to the COVID 19 pandemic, having closed its doors for 13 months. And then a little over a year after that, I now hold a vice president position with a company which owns and operates 15 branded hotels. And in six years, my income just over tripled. So while I'm proud of the hotel's individual results, I want to point out something a little bit more significant. Aside from the very first position in 2016, I did not apply for any of these other positions. They were all a result of professional networking and making friends. Much of the country is still operating within COVID protocols, but seeing as I live in Texas and many areas are lifting restrictions, in-person events will return in dramatic fashion. After two years of seclusion, I want to prepare you to network effectively in person. So today we're going to talk about networking in a crowded room. So here's a couple tips that I found helpful. Number one, find the energy in the room. Walking into a crowded room can be a daunting task all on its own. And situations like this can cause even the most confident person to pause and think how to get past the initial pain of deciding where to start. Most of us will initially scan the room for faces that we know. Not a bad idea, but the point is to meet someone new, right? You'll end up clinging to that person a little bit too long and potentially miss out on countless new brilliant conversations and connections. A new approach, yes, does require a good deal more courage, but the potential payoff is significant. So in the time it takes you to walk to the bar and pick up a drink or make your way to the waiter that has a tray, scan the room. And here's what you're looking for. The group of people who are the most animated and making the most noise. With your drink in hand, you're going to head there. Number two, practice the graceful entrance. Now you're in the circle. If you are not acknowledged, you'll feel like you want to pull out and go elsewhere. Don't. Just getting there is a vital first step. There are a few ways to make your graceful entrance in the midst of conversation. If the group is observant, generous, and kind, sometimes simply walking up and standing in the circle is enough. But most of the time, however, it will be necessary to insert yourself into the conversation. But how? Bitter experience has shown me that it's not as simple as just walking up with a loud hello. Now, don't throw up. This is critical. This step requires a bunch of relational confidence. So approach the group and stand next to the person who's speaking. And as you do, gently touch their arm. Physical contact to human beings is like an electric shock. The person will stop and look at you. And in that moment, you begin the conversation. Now, this is not for the faint-hearted, and you may want to practice, but it's worth it. Pick up where the conversation left off, compliment something about them, or apologize for the contact and ask them their name. Number three, use names immediately. Remembering people's names is a real challenge, especially when meeting a lot of people for the first time. And there are consequences for getting their name wrong. So what do we do? First, Focus less on the fact you might forget their name and concentrate on ways to help you remember. Using their name as you address them directly makes a profoundly positive impact on not just your memory, but on the person themselves. People love to hear their name used, especially in a group of people. A tip to remember, use their name three times within the first three minutes of a conversation. And if it's an unusual name, even better, ask how it's spelled. And if you forget it, no sweat. Just say, I'm sorry, please remind me of your name or ask them for their business card. Number four, be completely present. Do not let your mind wander the length of your to-do list, the upcoming deadlines, tomorrow's meeting, tons of things vying for our attention. And when our attention wanders, others will notice. Be completely present, listen with your eyes, and engage with your whole being. This will take time to learn. You'll need patience and practice to develop this craft. You will be tempted to think of something other than the person in front of you. And when this begins to happen, stop and notice what your senses are telling you about the current moment that you're in. This is less about ignoring the pressures on us and more about valuing the person in front of us they are worth putting our distractions on hold if only for the duration of our conversation. So dig deep and exercise those self-management muscles that enable us to be completely present with the people we're with. Number five, never go to the party empty-handed. Now your mind might immediately run to business cars, chocolate, flowers, or wine, but here I'm talking about words. Here are four things I try to take to any and every meeting, reception, event, party, or conference. Gift number one, an awareness of what is in the news. Take a second to check the news before arriving. This provides an opportunity to lead in conversation by asking, have you heard the news about, insert news here? Or if you're asked the same question, you can answer as well. Although try to avoid politically polarizing topics. Gift number two, an answer to the question, how are you? Now, this typically is not a question about your health and well-being. Instead, it's an invitation to say something interesting about yourself. What personal story do you have up your sleeve as a response? How are you? I just bought a new car. How are you? My daughter looked at colleges this week. How are you? We renovated our bathroom. How are you? I just had a piece of wood surgically removed from my foot last week. That is actually a true story. And please, please do not reply with, I'm good. Gift number three, your elevator pitch. It's only a matter of time before somebody asks you, what do you do? Imagine you're in an elevator. Somebody enters and asks, what do you do? But they're getting off a few floors up. You have roughly 60 seconds to tell them. An answer in a way that both identifies your business and distinguishes it from others is very important. Write it down and practice it. Gift number four, VIP conversation. If you go to an event or conference, expect to meet the host or the keynote speaker. In fact, I would even suggest you make it your business to do so. Prior to the event, think about what you'll say to create a good impression and begin building rapport with them. Number six, compliment people. In general, people do not think of themselves as highly as they should. Compliments are a welcome and much needed gift of human interaction and affirmation. Compliments must be genuine, so don't force it. Number seven, use those business cards. These are exchanged on a daily basis, and where do they end up? In the forgotten drawer or the jacket pocket? Look, let's reclaim the business card as an effective tool of social engagement. Let's relearn how to effectively use them. So here's a couple techniques. Number one, give it out straight away. Number two, expect to receive one in return. Number three, store the information in your mobile device by creating a contact, taking a photo, or using a fancy app, then throw the card away. And number four, follow through. Drop a note afterwards. I prefer handwritten, but emails work as well. Number eight, practice the graceful exit. All good things must come to an end. After a great conversation with a new friend, you'll eventually need to move on. How do we get out of a conversation well? Here's some faithful techniques. Ask would you like another drink? If they say no, excuse yourself to the bar and meet someone else. Exit with, I'm grabbing another, but it was a pleasure meeting you. If they say yes, then suggest that both of you go to the bar and begin talking to new people. You can also use, I don't want to keep you all to myself. You probably want to chat with some others. Shake hands and let them know how wonderful the interaction was. Or the more subtle option, it's been great talking to you. Or It's been great speaking with you. Let's go chat with some other people. And one of my favorite graceful exits is to say, there's someone I'd like you to meet. Can I introduce you? Be a connector of people. Well, there you have it, guys. Some tried and true networking techniques to build relationships in person. Don't try to do all of these at once. You have to stair step them in at your comfort level, but also realize the importance of being uncomfortable at first. Take it one at a time. Good luck, everybody. This episode of Tech Talks has ended, but be sure to subscribe for upcoming inspiration. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you transformative content. See you next time.